question. I know you have them, folks. It just they come to mind. Something you may want to ask Accessible Media Inc. Check out the Facebook page. There's lots to listen to over there. There's lots of conversation, and you can ask a question there if you'd like. That's the Accessible Media Inc. Facebook page, or you can send an email in, feedback at ami.ca. The gang at uh, Communications and Marketing loves to help you out. We know, we know how helpful Greg David is over there, right, when we have him on the show, always hitting him with questions, peppering him all over the place. Feedback at ami.ca if you have questions. And, of course... On Twitter, at AMI-audio, check out what's happening from uh, segment to segment on our live show when we're on. Or if you have questions about programming on AMI-audio, they're always happy to oblige and answer. That's the handle, at AMI-audio, on Twitter. Brock Richardson joining me from his home in Kitchener. Kelly McDonald here at the home in London, Ontario. Welcome to back to Kelly and Company. It's time for our audio and tech segment with Michael Fair. Let's bring him on. Hi, I'm Mike Fair. iPhones, iPods, and iPads are everywhere, and they're doing great things for the blind. We explore all that, plus audio entertainment, dramas, podcasts, internet radio, and games. We share it all on Kelly and Company. Last week, you guys talked about the new Apple Watch and its new models, as well as the updated AirPods Pro. Today, Michael Fair moves towards the new generation of iPhones. Michael, welcome to the program. And was this a very um, innovative year for the iPhone specifically? Not as as much. Uh, A lot of stuff is, especially for everyday use, it's more evolutionary and not really revolutionary. Uh, But we do have a a few big things. The, The one large one is satellites, of course, a satellite connection. That's coming to all of the iPhone 14s. And, you know, that's that's one of those things that, that is more revolutionary, but you're not probably going to use it very often unless you get into a lot of trouble. Uh, so uh, it's it's one of those things that isn't going to impact most people. But, boy, if you need it, you'll be very glad it's there. So there's there's things like that. Crash detection is another one of these things mm-hmm. that, you know, if you're in a, a car wreck for any reason, uh, you'll be very glad when that those sensors kick in and get you help. We've had some great conversation about the the satellite and just learning that about the crash sensor uh, with uh, John Beeler during our app update on Fridays. Uh, really interesting stuff there, and and stuff that you stop and say, no brainers. This is this is great. This is the way we should be going, and uh, voila, we are. What's new for the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus, Mike? Yeah, th- these changes at the lower price tier. The changes are almost. You know, they're they're tiny improvements in some ways. Like mm-hmm. you notice them, but not as much if you're coming, especially from last year's phones. So the internal design has been improved. It's the same chip as last year, the A15 Bionic, uh, but they improved the internal design to make it better able to deal with heat. So sometimes if you were doing something really taxing with the chip, it would you know be affected by overheating and it would slow down to to help it cool. Uh, and prevent any kind of serious damage from happening. Right. That won't happen as often because they rejigged the internal design of these things. Uh, the cameras have been improved. Uh, it's still a 12 megapixel on the 14 and 14 plus, mm-hmm. uh, but you do get uh, the software improvements uh, that uh, also have arrived on the pros, and that will improve your picture quality a lot. So a lot of this, it's Apple does this. They blur the lines between hardware and software. And on the lower end iPhones, the, the, the 14, 14 Plus, 
that's what we're seeing here. Uh, so, you know, it's it's a, a, a lot of this is is everyone's going to get it with iOS 16, but it'll be more effective on the newer phones, kind of thing. And when you talk about the cameras specifically, how do these improvements help uh, blind individuals specifically? Yeah, the camera is one of those things that I, when I first got my iPhone, I thought, what am I going to do with this? You know, and then I, it became one of the more useful things. You can identify things, you can uh, get help looking for lost objects, and all of that uses the camera. So if you're blind and you get uh, in these apps that will help you identify things, including the camera app and the magnifier app now. Um, you can identify plants and people. You can read text with the camera. All of that is going to be helped by the, the image stabilization improvements and another aspect of this. Uh, so that means you don't have to hold the camera as steady. Uh, you know, and autofocus means you don't have to be quite as skilled as a sighted photographer and you'll still get what you need to accomplish what you want. Uh, low lighting. You know, a lot of times I forget to turn the lights on mm. and I go and just plunk down a document yeah. <laughs> on, in, on my phone and think it should be fine. And that'll be more true now with this stuff because they've done a lot of work with, for low light uh, photos. And that will help blind people who don't realize how dark it is where they are when they try to get sighted help with video apps like uh, in, uh, Be My Eyes, for example, or Ira. Or if they're trying to use artificial intelligence to identify things with seeing AI or uh, other apps of that nature. That's really amazing. You know, when you look at that stuff, the lighting, the positioning, you know, so many things that are going to be so helpful. Mike, I hope you don't mind. I want to circle around. I did mention we've talked about the satellite capabilities with John Beeler on the show. I want to get your take, too, on this. What do you think about this new satellite communications ability? Well, I mean, for bl- for accessibility, I think we're going to be in the same boat. Like mm-hmm. with with this, I don't think we're going to have any additional challenges because you can't see the satellites anyway. Right. So they have to put in stuff to to, to let you, as a sighted person, point the phone at the satellite and keep it tracking as you're, uh, you know, dealing with the menus to deliver your message. And I don't see why Apple wouldn't have thought that through so that blind people could pinpoint the satellite. And then, of course, the, the options, it's not like you're t- really typing in text. You're choosing responses from a menu. So, again, mm-hmm. very easily made accessible. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be just stunned if this wasn't as, excitable f- as accessible for blind people as it is for anyone else. Well, you would think yeah. it has to be, Mike, right? For one, nobody can see the satellite, to point it at yeah. it. You know, we might remember the old satellite the tv and you had someone come over and they had to locate it on your balcony in your backyard whatever it was when so many people were first getting into satellite tv and we were discussing this because hey yeah well of course nobody can see it's kind of like the question well how does a blind person find their mouth when they're eating well when was the last time you looked at your mouth to (laughs) see the food going in do you sit in front of a mirror all the time can't imagine anything more ugly to look at than food going in there that's right and so would you recommend this upgrade for people with talking about the 14 or 14 plus for the iPhones? Uh, I would tend to say if, if you've already got an iPhone 13, I might recommend you wait uh, because the improvements you're going to notice in everyday use are going to be relatively small. Uh, so unless you're really doing a lot of traveling and might get into disastrous situations, you know, there's nothing huge here. The, the improvements are, are going to be very modest uh, and in everyday use, I think you'd be fine waiting another year. But if you're coming from anything older than about an iPhone 11, 
Yes, that at this point, I think you might want to consider updating just for the the improvements you would notice uh, between that and and the the fourteen and fourteen plus. Hi guys, yeah, Mike Mike Ferris said I should. I'll notice the uh, improvements going from my eight to a fourteen. Oh um, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about the iPhone um, fourteen Pro Max? Yeah, this is where you get some of the bigger improvements. You get. A 48 megapixel camera, uh, which is massive improvement. That's like because the cameras before this were 12 megapixels, right? So you, that is going to massively help uh, photography. Uh, and I would bet that's that's enough. Like blind people are going to notice probably the difference. It's probably going to be easier to take uh, get help uh, quickly and take pictures that the AI can identify better or certainly with videos if you're getting sighted help for something they're going to probably notice the difference and be able to help you more uh, the A16 chip you get about 20% faster with everything uh, from the last year with the A15 chip so you know you'll, you'll that's in the noticeable range uh, especially you know if you if you're someone who taxes these things if you're doing video editing or a lot of you know, gaming, really intensive processor stuff, you're going to notice that more. Uh, so there's there's a better TrueDeath camera, which will help for face recognition. It speeds it up and uh, is, is better at uh, just getting the face recognized quicker. So uh, that'll be nice. Always on display. I don't know how well that's going to work with voiceover. I'm mm-hmm. kind of keeping an eye out for tweets about that. I I can see it being disastrous, but also kind of neat. So we'll see where the chips fall on that one. And what what's the big deal on the dynamic island feature, Mike? Ah, yes, the tropical definition of software. Yeah, now this is uh, basically what they've done is they've surrounded the little pill shape uh, with, where the camera and the uh, microphone are behind. They've they've put uh, kind of a uh, region around that that's kind of interactive so it's always on it's always displaying stuff even if you're on the lock screen and you can do stuff with that island so if you see it alert you to say a music app and show you what's playing you can you know there are controls you can bring up by tapping on that section of the island it is fully accessible apparently with voiceover Uh, and you'll only get this on the iphone pros so so far i've heard good things about it uh i i frankly am quite happy with what i have but you know this island thing does seem to be something that maybe might get passed down eventually to other phones so we might all have to deal with it eventually it, it's sounding good though it sounds like apple did think through how this is going to work with voiceover so that's good okay well we're always wondering the accessibility especially when you're thinking is that something i need to move up to is there something that i can't get with this phone but would with the pro so do the pro models of iphones have anything special when it comes to accessibility yes and this will annoy a lot of people Uh it is a chime you can get a chime to tell you when you start the phone up and when it's turning off uh and it's it loads (laughs) before the operating system right so right away when you're successful at, at getting it so it powers on you hear a bring kind of sound to let you know that, and then it will load the operating system. So this is something that blind people have wanted for years, and you know, just wanted to know that yes, it's turning on. Yes, it's it's starting after a long update to load now and get ready to you know come back. We've had no way to tell until the voiceover loads, which could take like thirty seconds after you hit the the button, you know. And you'll be wondering, well, that, that of of course, you can enable and disable that, so you're not stuck with the chime if you don't want it, but 
it would help a lot. And it vibrates for deafblind as well. They thought Beautiful. of that too. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, but you need a pro eye for the top of the line iPhone <laughs> to get that chime. <laughs> am I the only one? <laughs> am I the only one that misses the old lock screen noise? I love oh, that. Yeah. You know the. I can't tell you how many people say to me, "You just took a picture," and it's like, "No, I didn't. No. I just locked my screen." Because everyone thinks, <laughs> yep. "Oh, it's a picture it's, sound." It's like, "No, no, yeah. it's not." Very <laughs> yeah. similar, quick little sounds. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This this chime will be helpful in in some cases. That's for sure. Mike, quickly, does this make you want to digitally run out and get anything new? Not this year. I'm pretty happy with my iPhone 13, and I think I will be for the next you know, couple of years uh, at least, hopefully even three years. Uh, but I will, I'm very glad for these changes because I think they will. some of them will trickle down. I really hope LiDAR makes a move down to the main range. And this time, I want the chime <laughs> for my next iPhone. That would be great. Uh, but, yeah, those kind of things, because so, you know, that happens, right? You see it first on the pros, yeah. and then stuff trickles back. And I hope the right pieces of this trickle back because uh, it's not you know the pro is like twice the cost of an iphone uh regular iphone pr- pretty much uh I, and i'm not paying that for for those advantages uh, but if you depending on your lifestyle you might want to if you're doing a lot of traveling uh or you're deaf blind or have other real special conditions that that make some of these advantages worth it you might really find the pros worth getting jo- uh, jonathan mosin is an example of someone who really does um, use those pros and really appreciates all those features enough to justify the price. Of course. Uh, so, yeah. So it really, it depends Great. on your lifestyle. Great stuff as always, Mike. I know that I made a huge difference between the eight and the 11. Thanks so much. No and you'll be yeah. back with us next week <laughs> as you always absolutely. do. Yeah, That's absolutely, Mike guys. Fair. That's Mike Fair who joins us every week at this time, and he'll be back next week. We'll uh, take a break for a moment here on the program. When we return, Fur Lullum is going to highlight disability-focused campaigns being run by not-for-profit organizations in the UK. Stick around. <laughs> 